Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Coach Butch, good morning. You probably like hearing that, right? Uh, getting the kids started young with a little ACDC. You like that? Yeah, you wonder if the, uh, the children that are 8, 9, 10 years old, are they listening because they like it or because my mom and dad like it? Well, did you ever did you ever force your musical tastes on, on, no. on anyone? You, you, you let your kids or uh, uh, nephews, nieces, yeah. you, you let them pick what they like? Yeah, pretty much let them pick what they like. My son, you know, obviously he grew up listening to a lot of stuff that his mom she took him to school in the mornings and then stuff like that. So he, ironically, he, he's familiar with a whole lot of sixties and seventies and eighties music and stuff. So yeah, you just did the environment that you grow up in. But I've always let the kids on the team they pick the music, and uh, with the exception of vulgar language, we try to eliminate that. But let them pick what they like. So, coach, culmination of camp. Everybody came out relatively yeah. healthy. You guys had a little party at Fountain Blue, which is pretty badass, Whoa. if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's funny. I mean, obviously, we had two two events during the course of training camp just to break the monotony, and uh, and we took them to Texas, Brazil for a dinner one night, and we had a big gigantic bowling tournament, and and it was a it was a riot. I mean, you see guys go out there and three hundred twenty five pounds, and they bowl twenty one for a game. They throw like no! nine gutters in a row, and no! you know, I mean, no, they're terrible. And then you know, but so it was everybody laughed at each other. And then we got a chance to really get out of the heat a little bit, and we were grateful that. Uh, the people at the Fountain Blue allowed us to come over and and uh, have a little bit of a party over there. Guys go to the beach, and it still it stuns me that you know there's an awful lot of guys that grew up in South Florida and they had never actually been to the ocean and been in the yeah. beach. So that was a lot of fun. So it was uh, two good events, and you know now it's uh, serious business over the last ten days, getting prepared for tomorrow night. Hold on, hold on, Butch. This is DJ. Come on. I got so you, wait, you, took I these, you took these guys of Fountain Blue in Texas Day, Brazil. I remember one time we had one of the toughest practices I ever had. You said you had something special for us. You know what you did? You put us in a cold tub. <laughs> <laughs> well, we and gave us both of you guys. Yeah, we we took both of you guys to uh, to the pool, the swimming pool. A lot of times, and had a barbecue there at least once during the time. But uh, we don't have a swimming pool on campus, and so we just kind of thought, you know what, this will be a unique opportunity. Uh, take the guys in the afternoon, let them go over to the beach, and, uh, and it was it was cool. It was it was a good way to break and. Uh, the guy's been grinding. People in South Florida don't realize, but on the AstroTurf and the field turf at the stadium there, some of the days, guys, it was a hundred between 101 and 117. Oh, oh, and you spend you spend two hours out there, about eight, nine, ten days in a row, and you need a little bit of a mental break. Now, coach, we got Coach Butch Davis here with us, and uh, his FIU Panthers tomorrow night. They are they're at UCF. It's been a long time since you've been on the sidelines here, Coach. Uh, how you feeling right now, and how do you think you're going to wind up feeling tomorrow before the game starts? Yeah, you know what? It's kind of ironic, uh, you know, being out of coaching for a couple of years and stuff. Uh, you know, the field's still 100 yards long, and the ball's still the same, and uh, and you still have to block and tackle. So it really hasn't changed a dramatic amount, and I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, the kids have worked extraordinarily hard. 
Uh, we got an excellent coaching staff. They've done a good job of getting these kids prepared to play. And, and I think everybody in our whole program is kind of a little bit on the excited edge to kind of find out. It's a little bit like the anticipation of Christmas. Open up the packages and kind of find out what's inside and see how they play. And, um, you know, we're going to have to play a lot of younger kids. I mean, we'll probably have eight, nine of the true incoming freshmen, and then there's a, probably another 15 to 20 kids that have never played in the college game that are going to have to play some kind of role, either on special teams or backup. And and uh, I think everybody that listens, and certainly everybody there at the station, you guys know that it's not the old days where you can count on there being 50, 60 plays on offense and defense. And, and uh, you know, now with the up-tempo offenses and the defense, the game, you know, somewhere between 75 and maybe even as many as 90 plays, so we're going to have to play a lot of guys on defense. Uh, we're prepared to, to somewhere play eight, nine, maybe even ten defensive linemen and uh, probably 25 or so guys on defense just to give the guys in the secondary a break and, and the linebackers and stuff. And then offensively, we'll probably have to play a lot of wide receivers and, and running backs throughout the course of the game. The guys that's going to get, Brett, you can appreciate this, the guys that are going to get, you know, they're going to earn their scholarship tomorrow night is going to be the offensive line because you're not going to rotate a bunch of second-team offensive linemen. We may have, you know, two or three guys that rotate in and out. But uh, uh, but I am. I'm very excited to see how they play and how they compete and, uh, you know, see how well-prepared we are to play tomorrow night. Yeah, that was one of my questions because I remember I did this game last year when UCF came down with Coach Frost and his staff. They had those boys right in terms of their no-huddle, their fast-paced offenses. Sure. It's very similar to what they're doing again this year with you guys? Yeah, absolutely. That's what we anticipate and expect. I mean, Scott's background being at Oregon, I mean, they're going to, you know, they're going to have a lot of up-tempo. They're going to try to, you know, keep you and prevent you from all the substitutions and stuff. And so, you know, you got to have a plan of how you're going to get fresh guys into the game and those kinds of things. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, once you know, it's a little easier for us from the standpoint that we've seen them play for a year or they have yet to see us play, so they don't have any idea – you know, I don't know how much they've been practicing on the wishbone and, and all the things that we're going to probably show them tomorrow night. And, uh, you know, we'll see how, you know, they don't have a, they don't have a history of the things that we're going to do yet. Was it a nice little reminder knowing that once you broke camp and the sweat and the heat was still here? Because I remember when we were doing it, it was almost like the minute you broke camp and we started week one of game prep, it got a little bit cooler at night, but I've been noticing lately there's no cool going on right now. No, there really isn't. You know, we had a practice the other day. Literally, it was 114 degrees with the heat index, with the humidity, with a lot of the rain that we've been getting and everything. But, you know, to be honest with you, I mean, I think it – you know, people, as much as it's tough, and you, both of you guys played in it, and you know that uh, I think it can be a little bit of a mental advantage uh, if you know that you can survive and push yourself during practice that you can do it during the game. And the game, obviously, is, a little, is longer and you know than, uh, than a practice is. But uh, there's teams that have come down and played in the heat in South Florida with, with a variety of teams, teams that we had at Miami and stuff that, you know, by middle of the third quarter, they surrendered. They just gave up. They couldn't stand it, you know. But, uh, you know, we'll get some of that advantage a little bit later on in the year. Coach, you speak. You spoke about a mental advantage. And, uh, you know, to be honest, I remember why we had the psychological and physical advantage a lot at the University of Miami was Coach Swayze. And when mm-hmm. I heard that you brought him over, that was a great move. So talk about the identity of the team and how he's helping the yeah. culture. Yeah, it's a great question, DJ. I mean, obviously – you know, Andrew's a, is a fabulous guy. He builds great relationships with the kids. And Chad Smith is our, our head strength and conditioning. And, and I'm going to tell you, those two guys are a dynamic duo because they are electric. 
Chad's a, a motivator. He builds strength and power and, and explosiveness. And then with Andrew coming in, his speed and his change of direction and all those things, I mean, the running and really trying to enhance the speed of this entire football team. And and uh, you could just see the way that he, uh, you know, built a relationship with the players, the skilled players, the DBs, wide receivers, the running backs, the tight ends over the course of the summertime. And, and a guy that doesn't get any credit that should get some credit is another guy that you guys played with is Thomas Carroll, the defensive end. You know, he worked a lot with the defensive lineman and the offensive lineman and his former defensive end at Miami. And so those three guys, I mean, they're, I don't know that there's a better group of guys working anywhere in college football. Now, Coach, once you, uh, once you put that headset on tomorrow night, 6 p.m. up there in Orlando, is it, is it like riding a bike? Is it going to feel like you never stopped coaching? How's that going to go? Well, I mean, I mean, one of the things, I mean, people think that, you know, I've been absent from coaching, but I, I truly, really haven't. I mean, I spent two years with Greg Schiano with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we played 40 games in two years, which is pretty much the equivalent of four college football seasons. And so from game plan, being involved in the game, being in the press box, helping organize things up there. And, and, you know, I mean, it's not like I've been absolutely, totally absent from the entire game. And then covering games and doing games for ESPN, you're, you're never really totally away from it. But, yeah, I mean, it'll be, you know, it'll be fun to be back on the sidelines. I love working with these kids. Uh, they're, they got a passion to play. They really, truly want to get better and they want to play well. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I think, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully we play well tomorrow night. So, Wynton Williams, your two linebackers that are dominating still, I imagine, and then obviously yeah. you got your QB Magoo who's returning, who's yeah. an awesome starter as well for you guys. Yeah, you know what? Those are the guys. You know, they're really good leaders. I mean, Anthony Wynt is uh, is just a fantastic. We're going to watch him play in the NFL over the next couple of years. I mean, he can run, he can fly. Uh, he's a terrific tackler. You know, uh, Trayvon Williams, the other linebacker, is is somebody that just you know he he's instinctively. I mean, he just has one of those innate knacks as a defensive player to just be able to diagnose and be around where the football is. And I I love Alex Magoo. I mean, I I, I will tell you that of, of all the college quarterbacks and stuff, he's as good as any of them that I've ever coached. He can throw the ball. He's got mobility. Uh, he really reads defense as well. Uh, he, you know, your quarterback, if he's not all in and buying in as far as, like, watching film and doing extra work, you probably don't have much chance. And, and I like the way that Alex is prepared. So, yeah, I think he's going to – I think he'll have a good night tomorrow night. Well, it'll be up tomorrow night, 6 p.m., Coach Butch Davis, FIU, at UCF. And, uh, Coach, we're, we're glad to have you back here coaching in South Florida full-time. And uh, we look forward to checking in with you throughout the season, Coach. Perfect. Sounds good. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you, and everybody have a great day, and wish us good luck tomorrow night. All right, Butch, there you go. Some good luck there, the head coach. Yep, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us. We always like talking to Butch. Uh, I'm glad that he's he's back down I'm excited, man. I'm excited for him. I just always liked him. Yeah, like I'm happy for him, too. Like I I like Butch. Did you you enjoy playing for him? I mean, I know Brett liked him a lot. I did. He was a shoot straighter. Uh, he, He knew football. What what used to amaze me was he'd be on one side of the field and uh, you know something would go wrong on the defense side of the ball. You hear that voice, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> the octaves went up quite a bit, <laughs> and uh, everybody in the program respected him yeah. from the players to the coaches to the coaching staff, and he always held everyone accountable. I mean, there were times where you know we had a bad practice, and uh, I don't I don't know if you were there. We had a bad practice, and uh, we were walking off the field, and he was like, "Hey." Bring your ass back. 
Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. That was you it. don't walk off this field after yeah. playing like that. I mean, you, you run off the field. And then the coaches start walking. Uh, start walking. He said, you coach like trash. You got to jog off the field, too. You know, that's that old school grit, you know, that, uh, that you really need yeah. in this game. We got DJ Williams here with us every Wednesday for the last couple hours of our show. He's uh, he's brought to us here by Zero Nine Tech. Make sure when you get your friends together, you're ready to enjoy this football season to the max. Just visit zero nine tech dot com. Let Zero Nine Tech set your man cave up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.